distractions for being the parent, right? It's the distractions that the, that the kids endure. Oh my gosh, just everything is in front of their face. And then they, they venture into this land of devices. Welcome to the Business of Parenting podcast. Tune in as we discuss the principles of successful parenting as a business professional. Here's your host, Jason Harris. Hey, 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 what's going on, Podcast Nation? It is Jason Harris here, and thank you for joining me on another episode of BOP, the Business of Parenting podcast, where I get to talk anything and everything I want to talk about when it comes to parenting. So if you don't like it, turn it off. I'm just kidding, don't turn it off. Um, But today I have an amazing guest with me. I have the one, the only, the infamous Mr. Brian Ortega. Brian, what's up? How you doing? What's going on, Jason? So Brian Ortega, parenting definitely turn it off. You don't want this. There we go. There we go. Um, I am totally sending you that shirt, by the way. It's just going to be, I'm going to send you a Bob shirt, but you can tell everybody that's what it is. It's the Brian Ortega uh, parenting podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and a big X on there. Yeah. To put that slash. Awesome. Hey man, thanks so much for taking the time to jam with me. I really appreciate you coming on here and, and uh, I, I know we're going to have, a real authentic conversation, you know, uh, neither one of us are professionals, but we, we're not experts. We don't know anything and everything about parenting. Um, we've gone through it. Uh, yours are a little older than mine, you know, and, but I think that's the point. That's the point of this is just to, you know, is have conversations around what is the business of parenting and in correlate kind of what we've learned from running kind of business ourselves. So to kind of kick off our, our, our podcast today, let's start off with a little background story. So tell us a little bit about, about your family and then also a bit about what you do with, with work. Wow, Jason. So I started my family young, <laughs> uh, very young. Actually, I was a junior in college and when I got the call and it was, I'm pregnant. And oh, man. it was three days later, uh, we're getting married. My parents are big time Christian. And <laughs> that's how we do it. <laughs> I love my wife. I've been with her. I was with her many years before. And uh, it was just uh, something that we did. So my family started early and it's very different than the traditional sense of a family. Um, I graduated on Father's Day uh in 1999 with my son in my hand, right? So oh I was a dad God. and grad the same day and uh, left college thinking, what the heck am I going to do with my little family? And we lived in my wife's grandma's uh, room <laughs> for a long time while she worked and I was looking for work. So parenting was definitely tough for us and uh we actually ended up taking care of her little cousin as well who is about nine months older than my son so here i am 22 years old with a new family and not knowing what the heck to do to take care of this family and actually feeling pretty depressed because i wasn't able to do so for a while uh thankfully that thank god i was able to get a job and um it paid the bills and I, it was set time. So I was there for my family uh, growing up and uh, throughout the years, we just were able to, you know, get the cars and we yeah. got into a home. Um, it was, it was to the point where, you know, my wife and I were fighting so often that I was, I 
I considered leaving. I was like, I can't do this living in this home. Her grandma living there, her uncle with uh, a person that he was with. And it was just uh, very daunting. But I mean, nothing's traditional, right? I I think that's the point of of this podcast is everybody has their different uh, story about how they began uh, parenting um, and what the obstacles they had to overcome and um, to still be there. And it's, it's, it's a doozy, man, but I got three boys. Yeah, I got, it just keeps going. I got three boys. I have the the one that's 24. I got a 23 and my baby is 18. So it's been a long time since I've had children. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a trip, man. It's a challenge. I mean, it's a, it's a career. It's literally, it's a career, right? When I think, when I think of kind of like my automotive career and I think of like my automotive career is almost as long or just just a hair longer than my parenting career and um i gotta be honest with you i think i was i'm more successful at one than the other and that's what kind of prompted i think having these types of discussions and you know we've been talking about putting this podcast together for a while and it's it's just it is fun to do but to your point right i mean everyone's got kind of that different career path you know, when it comes to parenting and, and some, some it's, there's definitely bumpier than others and there's challenges and there's, look, there's mountains and there's going to be valleys and it's, uh, but you just kind of keep moving forward, you know? And, and I think, which is, is kind of a good segue kind of into, you know, our first topic, you know, of today is parenting with distractions because, you know, how can you really kind of continue to move forward with just so many bloody distractions out there you have you have personal distractions you have professional distractions and i'd love to kind of get your take of just you know how do we navigate parenting with just a world full of distractions jason to to me i mean it's not only distractions for being the parent right it's the distractions that the that the kids endure oh my gosh just everything is in front of their face and then they they venture into this land of devices, right? I went yes, to yes. to visit a family member the other day, and uh, I was asking um, someone. I don't want to, you know, <laughs> give any information out, but uh, little boy, and uh, just asking him, he is wearing a dinosaur dinosaur shirt, and I remember when my kids were this age, right? Mm-hmm. And they knew that we taught them the dinosaurs. We were always constantly teaching them stuff and uh as soon as i asked questions you know went to this and (laughs) um just i don't know how parents do it now to be honest um because not only are we as parents facing the distractions with the same devices right but uh the outside influences uh the different schedule conflicts that that we put amongst ourselves, right? We, we put them upon ourselves. And then at the same time, having to juggle their growth and what they're doing in their lives and being a part of it, you know, and, and interjecting our belief system and uh, rules and regulations and rewards and, and consequences and the different things that we need to impart in their lives while at the same time combating the YouTube videos, you know, the, not not necessarily the TVs anymore. Yeah, dude, it's all the noise. Well, 100% it's not just the TVs, right? Because at least the TV was actually allocated to a room, right? Now, these things are with us 
everywhere. Okay, so the other night I'm out uh, at this restaurant called Turtle Jack's. It's one of the places my kids like to go to because it's one of the few places that has a steak on the kids' uh, menu. And my, my, my boys are full-on carnivals. Just, this is all they ever want to eat. Speaking of dinosaurs, that's all they ever want to eat, right? It's just, <laughs> just straight red meat. So they love going there because like, hey, I get to order a steak. I'm like, sure, whatever. It's on the kids' menu. I'm not going to say anything. Um, but, but I'm there and I'm just kind of looking around. I would say more than 60% of the kids at that restaurant were staring at a device like this. But even more so, equally as many parents were staring at that exact same device. And I'm not pointing a finger because, you know what? I'm 100% guilty of doing the same damn thing myself. You know? And I find... You know, I have one little hack, and it's just a little hack, but it's worked for me, and I, I, I... I need to be more intentional. Intentional, I think, is the key, right? If parenting without distractions all has to be just this mindset of being intentional. You know, it's like, you know, do I really need to bring my phone into the restaurant? <clears throat> you know, it's like, is someone really going to call me and it's going to be that important that I have to answer literally during a dinner at a restaurant? Probably not, right? Right. So I've, I've tried to kind of get into the model of the, or the mindset of leaving my phone in the car when I do it. But I, I don't do it every time, 100%. I don't do it every time, you know? Um, but well, I started, so, so one other hack I started doing is, is, is scheduling. And I, the schedule in your phone is super cool because you can actually include a do not disturb. So yeah. during certain times, I, I, between six and eight o'clock at night, I call it playtime. It actually is in my calendar as playtime. And my phone goes into a do not disturb mode. So anybody that texts me, you can actually see like Jason's in do not disturb mode right now. You know, if it's, you know, it's, if it's a super important thing, they actually hit a button, it can actually ping me. But, but everyone knows that I'm in do not disturb mode. I don't get notifications. I don't get phone calls. I don't get text messages. Now, of course, at eight o'clock comes on, it goes off. And <laughs> but I found that is one great way to, to parent without distraction. But you're, but you're right though. It's a mindset. It's difficult, you know, to keep that mindset going, right? I just reflect on when my boys were young, right? Because uh, I, I, God, I know there's a God because He <laughs> didn't bless me with a daughter. Because I don't know. <laughs> that's a different story. But uh, he, he, knew, he, he knew your challenges, man. He knew. He knew. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, I mean, crayons and coloring books, right? Was the thing yes. that the these restaurants would hand out, and you know, it was it was to that point or you know, handing our phones. Now I was like, how old is my niece? And she's got a, you know, phone, not just right. a, like an iPad, a iPod or iPad, it, an actual phone. And I'm just like, it's definitely a, a different world of, of distractions. And we have to be uh, wary as parents to understand that there is a time and place for certain things. Even now that I go to, to dinner with, with my boys and, you know, we'll go somewhere and you do, you look around and it's just everybody is zombified, uh, yeah. staring at their, their devices instead of having conversations with the group that you're with. And it's it's kind of a sad state that we're in, in that part, Jason. And it's mm -hmm. just that we as a society have to develop and, and it's actually kind of hindered our growth, uh, to be honest. We have a lot of people who do not have social skills because they're on their uh, devices all the time For and sure. so parenting definitely has to, to to learn a lesson from that because we're bringing uh kids into this world where all they know is that, that that's, you know at that, least that's, you that's and i grew up that's where it. there was not that no you actually remember you had to actually go over to someone's house and actually ask them if they wanted to come out and play 
<laughs> yeah, play play is another thing. Right? Oh my gosh, right? A hundred percent. Um, you know, speaking of play, one other little hack I've started doing at restaurants. We do eat out a lot. I know that sounds bad, but we do. I actually because I do I, I like I enjoy eating out, so it's, it's something we do. Um I try to keep a pack of uh playing cards um in the glove box wherever we go. And my boys, because they're younger, they're seven and eight, they love the game of war. Okay. Right. Cause it's like the easiest game to play. Right. It's right. like, you know, you don't have to be like my kids were playing war from a very young age because it was easy, you know, right. but at least that they're, the phones are away and you're intentionally looking at each other and you're playing games. And now my kids are into playing poker. I don't know if that was a good idea or not, but like, you know, my son the other night, it's like, we were at, he's like lazy. He goes, read it suckers it's a straight um and i'm just like oh man this maybe dad why do you go to vegas you this know? might backfire on me yeah. right but but though no, this is kind of a good segue to our next topic which is you know set examples by doing and not just saying and that's kind of what you're saying you were talking about right like it's how can i expect my kids especially especially if, if you're a parent out there watching and listening and you have older children like yourself brian like how can i expect them not to to put this thing away if i don't personally do it myself so you know like when you hear that you know set examples by doing and not just saying what are what what comes to your mind man uh so just the other day i had this uh discussion with my wife and she's like oh my god <laughs> and my my younger one is is very smart it's funny because i suck i still suck at math and this guy is just all over it and coding and all this stuff he actually this was the year he was supposed to graduate high school. He's already in his second year of college because he, he ducked wow. out uh, early from high school. I uh, took the exit exam and all that and, and killed it. And now he's just, he was ready to move on. And in terms of the, the saying not doing or vice versa, uh, he, he told my wife, he didn't tell me directly. He's like, oh my God, I'm turning into dad. I just have my computer in front of me all the time. I, I go home and I, Jason, I'm not this traditional, got my desk and all that stuff. I'll lay down on the couch. I got the computer right here and I'm editing footage or I'm creating stuff. Mm -hmm. And I, lo and behold, I look to my left and there he is, you know, same thing. He's doing some coding stuff and, you know, you do not want to turn into your parents, but I think a lot of times more so we end up doing so. And, um, that's an old phrase that we all do, you know, do as I say, not as I do. Mm -hmm. And you do, they, they're always paying attention, right? They're always watching. And uh, just to me, it trips me out. I'm 45 now. And uh, to hear kids talk back or to cuss back and uh, there, there's no ramifications, no repercussions or any discipline with that. Right. And it just boggles my mind that I hear in, uh, kids out there uh, talking like their parents or even, you know, watching on, on TikTok or, or something know, like that, the, the things that they're saying and, and doing. It's a different society now, I, I suppose. Um, that's why I don't know how well I would be able to navigate rearing kids this day and age. <laughs> but um, but, but we, just, can't, we, can't, we can't blame the environment. You know what I mean? Like, this is kind of like us being, you know, big boys and putting our big boy pants or big girl yeah. pants on, right? And just, and just owning the fact that like if like no one i think necessarily disagrees with the the statement that you need to set examples by doing and not just saying right and that is so true in business as it is in 
in parenting, right? I mean, I mean, think about that. I mean, we'd both been managers at some point in time. And, and you know, look, you don't, you don't just sit there and bark orders out, right? Like, you lead by example, you know? Like, I, I would have never asked my team to do something that I wasn't willing to do myself, you know? Right. And, and so I think it's, it's that it's getting into that type of mindset, but bringing that but for some other reason, we can do this at work. Like we can, like if you know, to be a manager, to be a leader, we can understand that we need to set examples, you know, by doing and not just saying, we understand that we totally embrace that model. But for some reason we get home, I, I, I don't, we, we disconnect, right? I don't know what it is. It's out the door. It's, it's, uh, it's amazing to see and to talk to different people who are in control, right? Who are running things. And just the, the things that go on at, at home and, and, and I mean, you talk about it at work, you talk about, oh my God, you can't believe what my kid this this time. And it, it's kind of different now because now that they're older, but I just remember reflecting back when I was a, a young parent, mm-hmm. you know, and having to be there, you know, for the games and having to coach and having to pick up and take off, you know, and all the different things that, that we needed to do as parents for our children. But (laughs) it's the fact that, that we do, we, we have this mindset at work and then we get home, just everything comes off and, and now they're running things and they, it shouldn't be the case. And, and that's what I'm afraid of nowadays, Jason is, is the power that we're giving, uh, kids and I, I think we put that and I put that in my my discussion with you mm-hmm. is the fact that they're people okay they're children exactly they're kids, right but they're still people and how they're behaving now is I, I believe they said like nine years old that's who how, how they are then is ultimately eventually they'll have facial hair right you're you know <laughs> There's, I can't even talk about that, right? So um, it's just a, a different But But no, uh, you're, 100%, you're 100% right, man. I mean, they are people. We need to treat them as such. But that's, look, that, I find that difficult, right? Because I'm, here. here's the kicker. And this sounds kind of funny, and I'm thinking about this, and it, it, this, it, but it's true, though. I probably talk sometimes to my staff that I'm frustrated with more like children than I do adults, but I talk to my children more like adults. Is that weird as hell? Is it? It's very weird. But, but, oh my God. but do you not find the same thing? Like, I feel like I'm at, like, you know, like, look, I'm at work. We screw up something. And I'm like, so did, what did we learn? And how are we going to make that different next time? Like, like I'm, I can talk, you know, and it's like, and, and, and we're not going to treat that other person like that again, are we? We're not going to do that. Or, you know, and it's just like, oh, and that's wow. how, and that's how I sometimes, I, I know I talk like that at work because that's, but I'm talking to like that to adults, but then I get home and I, I will say stupid comments. Well, if you want to be treated like an adult, then you need to do this. And I'm like, oh shit, they're a kid. What am I doing here? Like I'm, I'm talking to my kids like adults and I'm talking to my, my adult like colleagues or employees as kids. I don't, I don't know why I, I, you see this happen too, or is this just me? <laughs> I do see it too. And I, and I see it uh, more now that I'm, you know, an uncle, you know, more the, than the, than the father. And I have a, you know, a bunch of younger kids around me in, in the family. And it's just, uh, it goes both ways, Jason. I, I think we keep them at a certain level far often. Now, I was kind of criticized because I talked to my, 
I used to talk to my kids as, as people. I, it's it's weird because, you know, here I'm this jokester, right? I'm always goofing around on, on video and things like that. But at, at home, I would, you know, I wouldn't be like, coochie coochie coo or anything or baby talking to them like that i would talk to them like like people and i i think so more so my my younger one you know because you kind of everything kind of trickles down and you you learn lessons from how you you treated the older ones but um i think we allow kids to behave as children to, longer i don't know does that make sense you know I, just... I i yes 100 and i am thinking more about this and i love this rabbit hole we're going down by the way and this <laughs> is a lot of fun because you know what i talk to my kids as people but i talk to them as no actually i don't i'll take that back i don't talk to them as people i talk to them as employees um i do i'm trying to think about that i will 100 take that back i will actually admit to everyone out there watching listening i talk to my kids as employees because i'll use the word that's unacceptable um, you know, like something I would do, like, like, that's unacceptable. We don't put out that type of work. What is this? Right. Um, but, but I talked to my, and I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing, by the way, I, I hear, let me go down this rap hole. Let me get your thoughts. All right. Um, I talked to them like employees, but I talked to them like employees that I know will never quit. Right. That makes sense. No, but, I like that. But, but I talked to my employees at work. I talked to them on a level that yes, there's firmness because I do need to get the point across that we can't make this mistake again or whatever it was, right? But at the same time, I talk to them a level of empathy knowing that if I push the envelope too far, they'll be like, I'm out. Who's yeah. coming with me? They'll go full Jerry Maguire, um, <laughs> you know? And and I can't afford that from a business perspective. But then, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm, maybe it's just I'm having an aha moment for myself, but I don't. I don't speak to my kids like that in that empathetic tone because I know they can't go anywhere. Is that I think, Jason, I, I think what's happening is, um, and I have this discussion with a, with a lot of uh, people that are having adult children, right? And then it's, it's even with the, the language, you know, I'll talk to my wife and, you know, what's that boy up to now? Hold on, he's a man, right? And we get to this, this level of uh, how are we going to prepare them for society, right? Because, I mean, it, the analogy we always use is, uh, you know, everyone gets a trophy. And look what's kind of happened. And I don't want to be that get off my lawn guy. But um, we're just seeing adult children, mm -hmm. houses longer. I know, especially now, because we're about to hit that that recession and everything, but, um, it's, we're just not seeing, uh, kids preparing for adulthood or not even having the, the knowledge of, Hey, I can't be around here forever. I need to get out there on my own. And we're introducing this at a fairly young age because I was just talking to somebody about this the other day, because as generations go by, right. We're like, I'm not going to treat my kids like that. Yes. And I'm not going to allow them to say that, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to give them more freedom than my parents did, you know? And, and so I, I, the proliferation of this and it's just continuing on where, where, where are we headed? I mean, I know that we are in a society where there's a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of these young people are making money, but on the flip side, we're seeing a lot of parent, a lot of children staying at home or yes. not working, you know, or are playing games all day, you know, and, and just uh, 
I'm going to be a TikTok star. And it, <laughs> I, it's it's just, it, it's mind boggling. And I, I, I don't quite understand where we're headed. Um, it but, could but be I th- a I renaissance. Think you touch, I think you actually touched on this a little bit earlier kind of in our discussion. I'd like to kind of maybe loop back around to it because we talked a little bit about giving into demands and how crippling it is on their development. And, you know, look, I, I'm not saying I came from a very, very firm, you know, family where it was like, you know, hard, hard rules and regulations. I, I, I didn't come from that, but I also didn't come from a family that I was just given what I was, whatever I wanted at any given moment. Right. I also wasn't, you know, it's like, I also think if I ever said something like I wanted to be a TikTok superstar, you know, I don't think I would have heard the comment, okay. I think it would have been, well, let's kind of map that out, right? So I'm wondering if it's just, we, 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 look, we're human. So we do go the path of least resistance. We are, right? So, it, you know, is it, is that kind of the scenario that's happening here? Is it, are we going to the path of least resistance by giving into these des- demands? But in a sense, to your point, it's crippling their development. Right. Yeah. We, we, we give in too easily. And I think we're raising a society of a bunch of manipulators. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 it's weird to say that. Well, but it's a I balance mean, though, because I want them to be negotiators, right? Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll go with that. But, you but know, no, we, don't you think so? Like, isn't there like a fine balance between a manipulator and a negotiator? Yes. Like, yeah. You know, <laughs> sorry, keep going. Go ahead. I was just. Oh, I yeah. Just, I mean, you, like, and, and I kind of want to open up here. I, uh, the uh, son that we adopted, um, uh, we made it official when he was four. Mm-hmm. And this guy would really manipulate every situation to the point where uh, family members or thing or people would be coming down on me. And I've said, no, you guys don't understand. He's working the system. And I told him, if you weren't such a good liar if you put your effort in you'd be a great lawyer um the thing is now uh he's in he's in prison um and he's he's serving time there and i so it's hard for me to give advice because i have you know a, a child in that predicament um and i would make excuses and uh you know as as being mexican american you know we didn't really seek out professional help uh it was go pray you know or uh, go to your room or good i'm not getting you that power ranger and uh so as an adult now you know i, I see him where he where he is and i kind of reflect on myself in in my wife and you know i tell people and they're like well it's not your fault and it, it gets to a point where i but I saw these things as, as a kid yes. and he fell for a lot of um, outside influences and I, you can't be everywhere at a particular time and you can only do so much. And in terms of, you know, manipulating the system, I used to tell him you're not going to get away with all this. You, one day you are going to be 18 and, you know, the slap on the wrist and being sent home and, you know, fighting at school or stealing stuff from, from people or getting high all the time. It's, it's going to catch up to you. And I didn't want to wish that upon him. We wanted to set it right, yeah. you know, set him straight before it actually gone down that path. But he, he, it, it's just hard for me, Jason, to, to kind of, I imagine be be a <laughs> be an influence on on 
people parenting uh, skills because I mean, yeah, I have I have two other sons and and but, I love but, them and they're they're Ryan, doing don't great. don't be hard on yourself, man, because that's the point. Like, look, we're, we're honestly we're gonna screw up our kids. I, I do not believe that we're not going to screw up our kids. You know, our, our, really our, our end objective at the end of the day is to try to screw them up as little as humanly possible. But there does come to a point where it's just what we can only give. And then it, it just yeah. they naturally kick in themselves, you know. But I, I think you did bring up a really good point during that. And, and man, that's tough. That's tough. I don't wish on anybody. And, you know, I 100% emphasize, empathize with you on that. And But you did say something that I thought was kind of, kind of key that I think we maybe talk about a few more minutes, but I know we're getting towards the tail of our conversation. Um, but um, is getting help. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, this is the one thing I find in business, we are actually quick to do. We are so quick to do this, right? If we see that we're losing profitability, if we see that we're turning through employees super fast, if we see that our culture sucks, and we see that people are, are quitting on a regular basis, right? We're like quick to actually reach out to professionals and pay good chunks of money to get help. But for some reason, society-wise, we're told like, figure this shit out on your own. And I don't, like, that's not how you run a business. No one runs a business by figuring the shit out on their own. Um, you know, I, th I think for the people out there watching and listening right now, you know, what advice would you give them if they're in kind of in that similar situation? That's a tough place to be, man. It's a tough place to be, uh, Jason, but, uh, we, ultimately we did, we did go somewhere and uh, I, I don't know. This is something that I just can't, uh, speak to because we did eventually go seek some help and we did some counseling together with him but it seemed that the counselor was placating towards his behaviors and letting him kind of get away with it because of what we were doing uh -huh. and i think as parents we can say and do so much and they see what we do and they see where we've come and we can explain how we overcame certain um uh, inabilities or, or just restrictions. And uh, to your point, my, my parents are not strict at all, almost to the point where I wish they did get us in trouble because my brother is, is not like me. Um, so I, I think we're in a, in a time and place where a, the mental health issues are something that we do need to take seriously, you know, cause before it'd be like, you know, I, I feel this way. Ah, that local, get over it, right? That's what, you know, yeah. just everything was, just get over it. You know, you hear the George, George Lopez um, comedy acts and, and things like that. But um, what is mental health? Where's the stability? Where, I, and my older son, uh, I'm having to, to deal with too, because I'm at that point where I'm just like, ah, he'll get over it. Or, or yes, he needs help, but... Mm -hmm. Uh, who do you ask for help and, and whose side are they going to be on? And if there's a side to choose or are we giving in to, to d their um, demands? Are they manipulating the system to the point where the parents become the fall guy yes. and the bad guy? And what about all the things that, that we are contributing, right? As, as, it's just, it's, it's, it's incredibly tough waters to navigate, right? And I feel like, you know, like, like I said, when I was talking about business, so I, I love the fact that you brought up mental health, right? Because, you know, when we think of business, that's not necessarily a place. Like we are in the automotive industry, right? We are an industry of suck it up, buttercup, check it out the door and just get your shit done, right? Like just, that is not a place 
that is a open environment, all right, to be vulnerable and sometimes just to have a bad day. Like business ways, we're pretty darn good about identifying development or coaching or train or, or training issues, right? Like it's like, okay, like I gotta train this person better on activities. I gotta coach this person through those efforts, you know? Um, like we're good at identifying, we're good at supporting that. But mental health is a whole nother ball game. And I think that's something is business, a lot of businesses have had to deal with in the last 24 months because it's just, that's been a big topic. But it's not something that we're necessarily ill-equipped to handle, man. And those are some insanely difficult waters to to navigate. Um, Brian, look, I, I know we're towards the tail end of our conversation. And I don't mean to cut you out because I think we could totally jam oh, some more about this. Yeah, about, like a whole, nother, a whole nother half an hour easy. Um, and I think for sure we're gonna have to do a part two, hundred percent. I think we're gonna have to do a part two, man. Cause I just, I think there's just some topics that I would like to dive even deeper uh, down into, but for everybody out there that's watching and listening right now, who would maybe like to connect with you, um, what's the best way to do so? Oh, I, I'm very active on uh, LinkedIn. I like to spend a lot of time there. Uh, I do do creative stuff. Um, and I manage, you know, a, a couple of people, um, in at the, at my uh, dealership, but um, yeah, I'm on Instagram too. You can hit me up at Brian J Ortega. There's Brian Ortega, the MMA fighter. I'm far from his <laughs> capability and skills, but uh, yeah, take a look at our YouTube channel too at Valley Heights Toyota. Awesome. Hey man, uh, thank you so much for taking the time to jam with me today. This has been a lot of fun. You have yourself an amazing day. <laughs> Thanks, Jason. You too. <laughs> I think I'm gonna do that exit a little differently. You want me to give me one more, one more yeah, shot? Yeah, let's go. Okay. All right. Hey, Brian, man, thank you so much for taking the time to jam with me today. Not just jam with me, just, just honestly, dude, just being open, you know, and just being real and just being authentic. Um, you know, I, I, we touch on so many different points today, and you know, I think hopefully we just, we started some great conversations with people that may be watching and listening. So I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you just being open and just coming into this and just sharing sharing with us, man. I, I really appreciate it. You have yourself an amazing day. <laughs> you too, Jason. All right, parents. Some work done. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to the Business of Parenting podcast with your host, Jason Harris. Don't want to miss new content? Be sure to check out the full podcast library at strategywithjason.com to stay in the know. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Happy podcasting.